Hey everybody, and welcome to this episode of Headlines. It's Friday, July 3rd. This is Ryan Wolt from the Coast News, and I'm recapping North County San Diego's news from the past few days. The Coast News has been your leading local voice, bringing North County San Diego the news of the neighborhood for over 34 years, and we continue to passionately cover the stories of our communities. You can support our efforts to provide high-quality local journalism by going to thecoastnews.com, and if you are able, click the donate button on the upper left. We appreciate your support. At the end of the day Thursday, July 2nd, San Diego County had reported 377 COVID-related deaths, 15,207 total cases, and a 4.9% positivity rate over the past two weeks. Those are all significant upticks from our show on Tuesday, and there is concern those numbers will keep rising, especially with more people potentially interacting during the upcoming holiday weekend. The Trump administration's bid to end legal protections for more than 650,000 immigrants who were brought to the United States as undocumented children under the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Act, or DACA, hit a snag when the U.S. Supreme Court ruled to uphold protections for DACA recipients last week in a landmark victory. San Diego County is home to more than 40,000 DACA recipients, or DREAMers, who celebrated countywide after the decision was announced. A rally was held in front of the San Diego County Administration Building, with participants holding signs that read, Here to stay, and home is here. In Del Mar, the One Paseo Mall reopened its doors again last week after the COVID-19 pandemic had forced the new mall to go quiet. The huge multi-use center had only been open for about a year when the shelter-in-place order brought businesses to a grinding halt back in March. All of One Paseo's retail tenants have managed to survive COVID-19 crisis so far, and now have been welcoming customers back to a new socially distanced, highly sanitized reality. Over in San Marcos, the City Council met to approve its fiscal year 2020-2021 to budget and their capital improvements budget through 2025. The Council approved using up about $2.6 million of general fund reserves to help balance the budget after the COVID-19 outbreak had resulted in a projected deficit of $6.3 million compared to last year's fiscal budget overall. Hunter Parks Berger, the 23-year-old arrested in Oceanside for stabbing a stranger and leaving her hospitalized in serious condition, has pled not guilty. Investigators have not disclosed a suspected motive for the attack. Berger was arrested last Thursday and is being held in lieu of a $1 million bail. The San Dieguito Union High School District is considering a hybrid approach to instruction this fall, and although area schools still face far more questions and answers due to the pandemic, students are projected to return to campus on August 25th. However, there will still be an option to do distance learning, but given the off-changing nature of the COVID-19 crisis, very little is truly certain, including what exactly the school environment will even look like come fall. The district is still working through scenarios to create an environment allowing for social distancing, create grading systems that will be able to overlap in-person and distance learning programs, and coronavirus-related safety procedures. The district has yet to receive any funding under the Federal CARES Act to aid in their COVID-19 response efforts. And despite initial fears of state budget cuts also impacting the school district's efforts, this week Governor Gavin Newsom announced that the state's budget will preserve spending for K-12 schools. The district is hoping to communicate a more concrete future to students and parents by early August. San Diego County leaders, joined by CAL FIRE and the local Red Cross, are urging residents to get prepared for wildfire season. Due to COVID-19, residents under evacuation orders this year could be housed in a hotel, motel, or at multiple shelters with fewer than 50 people, instead of a larger, traditional shelter. The Red Cross is working with nearly 100 lodging businesses across the county to make sure rooms will be available in a crisis. 
and they have identified more than 200 shelter locations to provide safer options. Cal Fire is encouraging property owners to clear brush and maintain a 100-foot buffer around their homes and other structures, while the County Office of Emergency Services is recommending to include face coverings and hand sanitizer in evacuation kits and replace any items that may have been used during this extended quarantine. Details on putting together a disaster plan and an emergency kit can be found at readysandiego.org. This coming 4th of July weekend is going to be unlike anything we've experienced this century. However you plan to celebrate, remember that face masks are likely required wherever you go, parking lots at all the state beaches are closed, and if you're planning on going out, we encourage you to practice social distancing and stay as safe as possible as we all battle back against the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic together. Those are the headlines for the week. Thanks to Great Coast News reporters whose stories we've recapped here today including Lexi Brote, Tigus Lane, Dan Brendel, and Steve Petersky. You can find all of their stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You can find them all over North County. And if you're looking for more podcast content, please check out the newest episode of the Cheers North County podcast and the North County Beat presented by the Coast News. They can be found anywhere you listen to great podcasts. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingraham is the editor-in-chief, the Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check back every Tuesday and Friday for your local news headlines.